The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. This is the best. Uh, welcome back to the new Nasty Boys. I'm your co-host this morning, this afternoon, this evening. Whenever you fucking decide to throw this bad boy on, Which Billy I, DeVore. Yes, I bet you listened to it as soon as we fucking dropped it because you're excited <laughs> as we are. You're so excited. It's going to come out probably at like 1.30 in the morning. Yeah, too. fuck yeah. Like, oh, we just can't wait. And I'm Lee Kimbrell. It's the same thing as last year, baby. It's, it's Billy and Lee, the new Nasty Boys. It's the exact same, and that's a good thing. Uh, well, it, we're the same. Not a lot is the same. Not a lot is the same, though, which but, is so but, fucking But you exciting. and I are, friend. God. Um, a, a lot has changed besides the Reds roster. Uh, you, were, you know, now we're recording this podcast in the home of Mr. and Mrs. Billy and Alicia DeVore. That's right. Oh, hold on. This is for Mike. Mike Webster with the first crack of the season, baby. Ooh. Oh. And Billy, what are we drinking? We're drinking some Hop Slam. Just choice, choice fucking it's, hops, baby. It is, it, you know, it's that time of the year where I load up on it like I'm a fucking, uh, those, what is it, a, a doomsday prepper? Is it? I, I doomsday prep my hop slam. I've bought four six-packs and a mini keg, which we crushed which is, yeah, last weekend. Yes, for sure. Not Two weekends ago. Not only did we crush it, Matt Devan, fan of, the, fan of the pod, friend of the pod, we smashed it against his head, mm-hmm. <laughs> and we all signed it. That's beautiful. It was awesome. Um, it's what? Did, how did Hop Slam hit it? Like, I, obviously the beer is fucking delicious. Sure, but I mean, was it just marketing genius that it's such a big hit? It's not that it's just mar- scarcity. Like, the scarcity was the start. Now it's not so scarce. But the big thing about this beer is it's a blue, blue, blue. You know how you blue beer? Yeah, uh, a fresh blued beer. Fresh blued. One of my favorites. Fresh blued and Kier. Um it's made with uh, local Michigan honey, so like there's you know you don't get a whole lot of it. So oh boy, it's tasty. It's so it's too spicy. Right too when tasty. you said the word honey, it kind of resonated on my palate. Yeah, a little bit. Mm. But this is like the classic, you know, the classic hard to find, can't get it. Yeah. But you know, my fridge. I've it's this is my time of year, double IPA season. So I've got Hop Slam, Hop Juju from Fat. Yeah, Heads. you posted that shit on your Instagram of you for the past five years with your stash. Slam. Yeah, it's pretty impressive, man. Yeah, you are a, a, a collector of all things tasty <laughs> yeah. and neat. Mm, so tasty, <laughs> so neat. Oh, brother! But, yeah, so hop slam. I got uh, saber tooth tiger, Rhine double, Rawr. hop juju fatheads is 
I don't know. If I'm on a desert island, I'm taking Hop Slam. Yeah. But Hop Juju is pretty close. It's fucking delicious. So if you were on a desert island and you had a six-pack of Hop Slam, like, sure. the calories and certain aspects of it would truly be beneficial, wouldn't it? Sure. But it would ultimately dehydrate you. Of course. But in the moment, wouldn't yeah. you rather be drunk in that situation? I'd rather be drunk and dehydrated with my cracked lips, yeah. just laying on the beach next to my volleyball. Yeah, for real. What do you take? Do you take three-fourths of a bottle of Aquafina or a mm. six-pack of Hops? Oh, six-pack of yeah. yeah, it's not even a question. Yeah. I'll just drink the water that's out in that ocean to yeah. hydrate myself. Yeah. And then in my last dying breath... I just drink Hop Slam. Chase it with Hop Slam. Oh, yeah. That's how you commit suicide. That's it. I'm like, you know, I'd be like a monk, you know, fasting. Oh, just dude. live off beer. I watched. I just watched a movie with Daniel Radcliffe, a.k.a. Harry Potter. Yeah, it was that. The Jungle. Oh. Recommended. Yeah? That motherfucker. It's based on a true story. Fucking gringo spends 17 days in the Amazon rainforest. What? Does he make it out? I'll let you fucking find out. Watch it. It's 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 yeah. crazy, man. It's nuts. And Harry Potter can act his dick off. Yeah, dude. you see, what was that first Aid Man or whatever with so the where he's good. the dead body or whatever? Yeah, that was bizarre. That was a weird one. No, I like him. I like him. Yeah, Radcliffe's great. We he's... should have him on the podcast this season. Yeah, I'll hit him up. I bet he's a big Reds fan. Hey, Daniel. No. You reckon you're a Reds fan <laughs> over here? <isn't> it? <laughs> it's just like a cricket, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's like Quidditch, but with a bat on your two feet. Yeah, hell yeah. Mm. Well, we do have a pretty magical team, which mm. is exciting. That's that it's would so be exciting. how we would pitch it uh, for Harry. That's that's it. Very exciting. <coughs> and then you do whatever that Levitas uh, bullshit. Lingavia Leviosa. I don't know. I wasn't allowed to fucking. Yeah. I wasn't allowed to read. I've only seen like part of the first movie. Really? Oh, I'm de- yeah, yeah. Because I'm it was serious. like black magic and shit. Yeah, yeah. I'm, this is a bit like I used to do. Oh, yeah. yeah oh, my God. It's just like my mom would say, oh, it's too much of an escape. I'm like, well, you're saying that while you're drunk. So Yeah, I remember that breath. bit. I remember that bit. Yeah. Very true. It's always nice to have a bit. You just write it down. You're like, do I need a punch? Nope. Punchline wrote itself. Isn't that beautiful mm. when you just like, here's here's 70 seconds that you now have, and the only reason you have it is just because you lived through it and survived <laughs> exactly. to, to tell the story? <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, that's like yeah. two-thirds of my fucking yeah, act. Yeah, no shit. There's Which, not a lot of punching up. You're just like, well, here's what happened to me, yeah. and this is why I'm here. And this is it. Which is way better than, aren't, aren't lamps weird? Yes. Which is way more fun to Fucking do that. A there, mate. So what have you been? up to this off season you know i know we did fuck you we like the bengals so people we had a little bit of a gap yeah yeah i mean people have still been hearing our voices assuming that that has been uh there's an overlap in fanhood there yeah you know. uh but you know through this off season it's just uh you know much like yourself uh, yeah. Mostly stand up. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah, that's about it. Uh, just up at Go Bananas all the time. Yeah, working always, trying to uh, trying to get better and trying to get funnier. That's the whole goal. Isn't that's it? really all I've been focusing on. Mm-hmm. Um, I could uh, definitely keep some of the relationships in my life uh, better. Sure. Uh, it just more up to date, but yeah, I mean that's what it well, is. What do, that's my, by, what do you mean by that? Well, just uh, uh, I'm, you know, pardon my language here. I'm just so balls deep into comedy. Yeah. That uh, 
Yeah, a lot of stuff falls by the wayside. Yeah, it's, it's happened in your life too. Oh, yeah. I mean, we you've got we've got our day jobs. Yeah. And then we've got our night jobs. Yeah. That we want to make our day jobs. And then we do this. So and then and, but yeah, exactly. We do but this, what's, what's beautiful is this is kind of part of it. Yeah. I lump this into night. I lump this into the nighttime job. Yeah. You know, because when the Reds win the 2022 World Series, <laughs> you mean the 2019 World Series? Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Listen to me being cautiously optimistic on the first op- f- fucking first episode. <laughs> Sorry, I'm too. Uh, part of my goddamn French. <laughs> Again, when we win the World Series this year, yeah. It, this podcast is will be technically work, and that's the coolest fucking thing. I'm just yeah. trying to make my life sweet. Oh, speaking that's of, all I'm trying to speaking do. Speaking of work, here's something fun. We got our Patreon approved today. Oh, come on, baby! So you can uh, hop on there. I only have one thing on there so far, which is uh, if you give us five bucks a month, you get a sticker. Yeah, you can get a sticker. <laughs> that's cool. Which I still have to make, but you'll get it. Don't get don't get me wrong. Just I think it's Patreon.com/backslash the Nasty Boys. I have I'll, have it in, I'll have it on a swipe up for Insta- Instagram tomorrow. How about this? <laughs> I haven't gotten like approval from the top here. Sure. But in the off season, I did get a new job. Uh, yeah, if you, you donate to our Patreon, ten dollars a month, yeah. how about you can just come to every show at Go Bananas for free? <laughs> I don't think you need to. No, you don't need to approve from the top. You can just yeah. come. You can have if you give us ten dollars a month for this podcast, then you have a lifetime membership <laughs> to Go, Go Bananas, bananas. <laughs> and I'm serious. Excuse me, I get the uh, T N N B discount. Yeah, I, yeah. What is the T N N B stand? And Marty's like, <laughs> where's my dog? Uh, <laughs> and they just yeah, walk dude. by and go in anyway. <laughs> nah, man, but it's been fun. Uh, yeah. This, this off season, uh, you know, I, my life has been fun. I've yeah. gotten to see some family. I've done a lot of fun shows. Um, turning over some material. Yeah. Uh, starting to make a little money. Uh, things are fun. And, yeah. then it, and then, of course, just like everybody's off season, it was exciting to have the reds be relevant man yeah, we was. were like a fucking you know we had our own bar on pti and shit yeah like it we the the spotlight was on cincy for a minute yep and i was like fuck yeah and then it let's kept- start the fucking podcast in goddamn december <laughs> well, you know? and I, was, I was like wait a minute <laughs> yeah, let's let it all build yeah no and it, it it's just uh it it was so exciting we were even so excited like with david bell i'm like do we get on do we talk yeah. to him I'm like yeah I'm like, no, we gotta, let's see how it all Let plays. Let it all pan out. And it did, and it's been playing out. It's not done. No. There's, you know, there's still some fantasies that we could have that could still happen, that's still out in the open. What's a fantasy that's in the open? For me, it's still signing Dallas Keuchel, because you could fucking do it. You He's have the sti- money. What a shit show this free agency offseason has been, man. Are gonna we, sh- are, we're gonna strike. In 2021, for sure. There's no way around it. I mean, a strike is happening unless shit changes. Right. Can 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 like the owners and the GMs and everyone can they change it within structurally without it getting to a strike? Could everyone just be like, let's stop being such buffoons, fools? Yeah. Well, your problem you're gonna have is you you know those arbitration years and getting somebody up in the like we're gonna see that with Nick Senzel this year. He's not gonna come up till like three weeks into the season yeah. so that way it's not a year of full year of service see if a team can do that and game the system right then it means the system needs to be changed agreed you can't just you can't uh and and they are being uh at the end of the day they're being very well played 
mm-hmm. are well paid to yeah. play a game. Of course. But you can't just use the people who bring in the dough for the league like pawns. Correct. You can't, you know, if you want Sinzel in the lineup, put him in the fucking lineup. Don't yep. put him in three weeks into April just so you can game the system. That right. means the system's fucked. That's what happened with uh, Chris Bryant, remember? And the, he sued the Completely. Cubs. And he won because the system's fucked. Yeah, because the system is so flawed. Because and I, and I'm a layman, dude. Right. You know, I don't know much about it, but, I, but just from the outside looking in, mm-hmm. if the system can just continually be played mm-hmm. against the players, right. fuck that. Agreed. And, and it's not like they aren't making money. I mean, uh... Oh, we got to go to the Bible. That's what <laughs> Billy this made gonna... himself a purchase today. Yeah, dude. I did. I got the baseball prospectus 2019. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, there was one thing I read in here today in my quick flip through that like really got my attention when I was looking through it about how much money the Reds still made with being awful and in the like having the worst attendance they've ever had since 1984. Yeah, I know. They still fucking made a ton of money because they made money with the. Um, they made money with the TV deal from Fox Sports Ohio, and they continue to do that. But think about this. Uh, Bob Castellini bought the team from Carl Lindner for $270 million. The team is now worth well over a billion. Easy. Right. The only team in the league that's not at a billion is the Rays. Right, and they will be once they get a new stadium. And all yeah, Exactly. Right. Yeah, once they spend... <laughs> Seven hundred million dollars. No, once, once the, the city, the city spends seven hundred million. Once the city of Tampa gets bent over and fucked into their very old butts. How <laughs> <laughs> oh, you gonna pop a hemorrhoid? Across the board, the average age in mm. Tampa, off the top of my head, yeah, I'm saying fifty nine. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty. That's yeah, a solid yeah, answer. yeah, for sure. And that's counting all the zero year olds. God. Yeah, I mean, so it, but isn't that nuts? Castellini, it's not all him, but I mean, an eight hundred million, a, a, a nine hundred million dollar increase. Correct. To did you see that thing? Uh, it, it got it got uh, RT'd around Twitter. Yeah. Um, how much? Uh, how much more on the Nielsen ratings the Home Run Derby did than NBA All Star Weekend? No, doubled. What? The NBA dunk contest and the NBA All-Star game on the Nielsen was like a 3.3. Yeah. And the Home Run Derby by itself last season was a 6.3. Jesus Christ. Isn't that fucking interesting? Yeah. And it, you know, you can't... Well, the the products are different. Yeah, you don't want to zoom out and compare that and say, that's the NBA versus MLB. What it ultimately is, is that the Home Run Derby, the tweaks that they've made, it's the shit. Out of the four yeah. major sports, it's the best thing. It's better yeah. than the Pro Bowl. Yeah. It's better than, clearly, the numbers don't lie, it's better than the NBA and then the NHL. What do they even do? They're, I don't think that's fair to put them on the map. Yeah, Snow Angel competition? Yeah. Well, actually, their skills competition is pretty tight. I'm sure it's cool. It's cool, and, but... And, you know, and I, I, I wish that I uh, had enough... I wish I gave a shit stor- about hockey. I wish I had enough storage in my brain to mm. give a shit about hockey. I'm, I do, too. Right, because I respect the fucking game. Right. They're like NFL, DBs... 
mm-hmm. on knife shoes. Exactly. Yeah. They're playing <laughs> soccer with weapons. Yeah, yeah, no, NFL linebackers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, no, they're they're it's nuts, but it's just I brother, well, I don't the, have enough room in my head. Well the problem is the re- part of the reason we don't give a shit, we don't have a true pro team. We have EHA E C H L but that's like the minor minor league. They're, yeah. You know, they're wearing hard hats and getting out there. Yeah, no shit. So the E and E it stands for easy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Easy, calm, yeah. lazy hockey. Yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> Mostly fights. Yeah. I would you know what? I would love to have a pro basketball team though. I've said it time Cincy and time again. would greatly benefit. Yeah, for sure. Just throw fifty mil into US Bank Arena. Well, they talked about that Nederlander Entertainment Group. Is like, hey, we need some some city money, and the city's like, hey, go fuck yourself. No, we already gave enough. We're already in the hole still for Paul Brown Stadium. That Paul con- Brown Stadium has given us the old one two in the pooter every yeah. year. Whereas, ah, oh, great Americans, the best. We're the new nasty boys here to preach it's, the gospel of the goddamn yep. Cincinnati Reds. Best best ballpark. Uh, great American ballpark. The Reds get one million dollars of public funds every mm. single off season to put into the stadium, mm-hmm. and every single year you can walk into that stadium and see yep. every single dollar. Yep. Oh yeah, it's everywhere. I'm so hard for the Reds right now, dude. This whole season. <laughs> get before we even get into the acquisitions and the trades and yeah, the coaching stuff. It is the 150th season of Reds baseball. Salute. Dude. And did you see, well, you know, we're going to have the parade at the same time as, you know, opening day, so that's like, fuck yeah. Yeah. Finally, thanks for fucking us last year, ESPN. Uh, Rob Manfred's going to be the, the, the Grand Marshal. How cool yeah, is that? The sick. Major League Baseball Commissioner. That's pretty rad. He's going to be in the back of a car waving. And they should, man. And someone's going to be up on top of a building, a, roo- a rooftop you know, deck at someone's place on fucking Race Street or Elm with a sniper rifle, taking him out because of what he did with ESPN and fucking us over and not letting us be the true opening day anymore. We're looking at you, Cheviot. We're seeing you. <laughs> <laughs> We're looking at you, yeah. West Side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not, I, you know, I'm not saying not do it, you know. I'm not. Hey, I'm not going to encourage murder. I'm not going to say that any, any way, shape, or form should someone pull up their hunting rifle and go down <laughs> and fucking try and try and get mad. For, I'm just saying. All right, it's not so, a bad idea. All right, so here at the uh, 1707 mark is when we edit in the uh, really fast drug commercial voice where we're not being serious. <laughs> hey, right now. Hey, I don't if we get Rob Manfred. <laughs> this isn't a death threat. It's a promise seal with a kiss. No, it, uh, it'll be it'll be so no. wicked fun. 150 kidding. years, 15 decades of base, Reds baseball. 15 decades. Um, you know. It was here being played in the city back before there was electricity in everyone's house. Yeah. Back when, before World War One. Think about this. <laughs> you know, no, like... Don't even think about this. Before there were home run walls. Yeah, dude. Do you know what they would... They would be in cart and buggy and then just go park in the outfield and walk up to the grandstands. I, I'm, I wish that I could call all of the details from memory, but... Technically, there's some great baseball fact where the longest home run ever hit is like eight miles because someone hit it and it bounced and like 
yeah. fell into like a goddamn Conestoga yeah. wagon. <laughs> <laughs> and like, and went off into the great. They were like moving west. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it, it's something great like that. Father's home run went to Branson, Missouri. <laughs> yeah. On an old track. Yeah. When Long John Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> the guy who hit it was also like a fisherman. <laughs> yeah. He made nine dollars per season. Hey, I also make the bats for the team. I'm the carpenter. <laughs> it's it's so wild to see. Uh, it's cool. So that's like going to be so fucking awesome. A city that's so rich in baseball tradition, to see it all culminate on that day is going to be... This city's going to be fucking nuts. I am, as we learned in season one of New Nasty Boys, <laughs> yeah. uh, eternal optimist... Sure, you have really to Really trying to be glass half full here. Always. Between the anniversary and all the moves that we made in the off season, like opening day, the the people are going to be looking at the Reds. We're like a hot team. If you well, moderately follow baseball, mm-hmm. then the Reds are an exciting team. Well, I mean, you've got Forbes writing saying that you should be rooting for the Reds. Because of all the moves they did, and making making the off season interesting, right? And actively doing something, and were and they were smart about it. Yeah. On top of, you know, uh, I was just watching MLB Network. The thirty for thirty was at the Reds camp, and they everyone since watching all this coverage, everyone has described the Reds as interesting. Yeah. No one knows what the hell's going to happen. Right. But they didn't give up too. They didn't sell out on their future yeah. with giving up any. They didn't have to give up any top five prospects. Right. We're still there with a a, a decent farm system. The build is still there. Yeah. The future, we're still looking towards it. But right now, it is exciting. We have pieces right now who there are, and we've seen it before, uh, there are magical, weird seasons that can happen for teams. Yeah. Look at the Twins two years ago. Twins two years ago, for whatever reason, they had a run differential of, like, less than 10. Yeah. And they... Won a hundred games. Yeah, the ball can bounce. The ball can take yeah. funky bounces sometimes. Exactly in baseball. Yep. And if the planets align for a team, and the talent is there, and the juju yeah. is right, right. And baseball is one of those weird fucking sports. I mean, look at the fucking Seattle Mariners last year. Their run differential was like negative eighty six, and they still were flirting with five hundred. Yeah, they tried to make the playoffs. It. No, yeah. it's uh, it it's all just kind of pie in the sky and flimsy and flimsy. But right now, thirty five days before opening day, mm. there's no reason to think that our red legs aren't going to go out there and be fun and be on baseball tonight early on in the program yep. and not sped through right by Carl Goddamn Ravitch <laughs> and 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 people the eyes are going to be on us, you know. We're gonna and it's be, exciting at the very least. We're going to be talking about. They're, everyone's gonna be talking about the Reds and watching them. The Mariners finished eighty nine and seventy three. Name me one player on their team besides Robinson Cano who gone. was out Edwin more than Diaz. half the season. Gone. Gene Segura gone. Gone. Gene uh, Segura, boy, the Phillies fucked around this off season, didn't they? They're not done. I think they're. I mean, they're gonna get Harper. You think so? I mean, you think they're gonna get? It's a Relamudo. Harper and Segura in one off season, yeah, and still have what's his dick on the pitch, uh, the, the Cubs guy, uh, Arietta. Yeah, Arietta. They extended Arietta. Arietta's making thirty 
mil a year. Yeah, they signed him. And three Nova years, got million. paid. Yeah, dude, that that's what's crazy. Did you see? So him and Luis Severino, they all got that four year, forty four mil extension. That's so much money. I for think like that's a, low for those guys. Oh, for uh, like Aaron Nola, Nola's an ace. yeah, Nola, yeah, I guess that is Nola's a bit of ace. a discount. Yeah, Severino's going to be an ace. He was flirting with it last year. Or was this, you know... It's going to be this... It's this weird thing where, you know, these numbers go so crazy high up... Yeah. ...that maybe we'll just see a blowback of play of, of people who were just like... Maybe... What if in the room, Nola was just like... $11 million a year is fucking insane money. Yeah. It... Don't you know people? People in this world get ourselves in trouble by comparing ourselves to other people. <laughs> yeah, just because Jake Arrieta's making fucking eighteen million dollars a year, right? Doesn't mean that you can be like sure enough and confident enough and yeah. like hum- you know like eleven million dollars a year, yeah. four years of pitching baseballs and stretching. <laughs> I mean, of course, it's ridiculous. It's so much more. And and I'm not trying to minimize what baseball is because like sure. obviously we fucking love it. We we did this. We're we sitting this here and talking podcast, about it. Yeah. But but like at the end of the day, right? Wouldn't it be weird if the swingback was just kind of like this weird humble? I mean, you see it in the society with like the sharing economy, right? Airbnb and and all that. Yeah, Uber yeah. share. Like people are. What if what if athletes are just like. Yeah, man. I mean, I just like meditate and do yoga since I was twelve. I've been yeah. doing AAU right. with like like restorative yoga meditation therapy for my arm, and and everyone's you mean like Trevor Bauer. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. <laughs> and, and what he's fucking doing? Yeah, but they're like, yeah, dude. I mean, four four years for forty four million dollars. Yeah, sure. Why not? Give four years and $44 million to the best shortstop available. Let's win a World Series. Well, it's what's happening in the NBA. Well, the best shortstop available is still available at Jose Iglesias, a 29 year old shortstop. Yeah. Who can still hit the pistol. He had a decent year. He can still hit 260. Middle, middle of the upside, yeah. Right. So, I mean, that's how fucked free agency is anyway, but there's still. Yeah, it's just. It is ridiculous. There's still money going around. That's just. That's just the bottom line. Billy coming to the table with... Uh, High voltage again. Sorry. Craft beer. High voltage indeed. Yeah, sorry. I'm about to have to bird scooter home, man. Oh, shit. Dude, <laughs> I, can get, I, I can get high life. <laughs> no. Do you need me to take your tampon out? Oh, uh, no, no, no. That's fine. But speaking of high life, I had about five before oh, yeah. I got here. <laughs> sorry. I had a... I had a... What did I have? I had at the open mic at Max. I had one Bell's Hazy IPA. Oh come on! When uh, when do you think this will come out? When will this I'm podcast play come out? As soon as we're done. Okay, cool. Um, listen to this. Hopefully, you listen to this relatively soon. If you're in Cincinnati, go to fucking Go Bananas and see yeah. Anthony DeVito. Yeah. He's so funny, dude. He's great. Normally save that for the end, but that's the reason why I had five high lifes before I got here. That makes sense. Yeah, he's excellent at stand up. Hear that? That's me crack what, it into what's it. What's that popping? This is our, this is our set list. This is what we're gonna go over. Baby boy, that's what the new nasty boys do. We just hit you with twenty six minutes of hot sweet content, and now we're about to get into Jesus. it, baby. Let's start from the first move. The first move was getting David Bell, captain, my captain, dude. I'm you know we were talking about it, and I wasn't too psyched on it at the end of last season when we got David. Bell without 
any of the pieces that we ended up yeah. getting. Yeah. It was like, that's the first splash you're going to make? Well, the issue was that Joe Girardi said, no, thank you. We wined, dined, maybe 69'd him, and he walked away and said, eh, I'm good. Oh, no. We 69'd him. Yeah, uh, I heard reports. <laughs> he got taken into the dark room in the back of the... Of Billy's a, got a, a source. We're not going to release it, it, but you heard it here first. Yeah. Joe Girardi got 69'd Nine. by Mr. Redlegs. Mr. Red... No. <laughs> Rosie fucking sat on oh, his face. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah he yeah. wasn't that quite no. open. No. Gapper was filming it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just that fucking yeah. weirdo just jerking yeah. off. <laughs> just touching his multicolored furry cock. He's just, just but, purple for some just, reason. He's just in behind the two-way glass, just like, yeah, I suck, I'm the worst. I'm a creep. <laughs> I'm a bad person. Give me your kids just because I want to get good pictures with them and make their day. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah, I hate gappers. Okay. Yeah, moral okay. of the story is that the David <laughs> Bell. We, we got David Bell, which... <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't stop envisioning Gapper by the two. So funny that both of our subconsciouses just immediately pulled up Gapper violently masturbating. (laughs) (laughs) The first episode. Welcome to season two, fuckers. Yeah, welcome to season two. We're more raw. I bet his dick looks like a woolly woolly willy that fell into a tie-dye convention. Oh God! How do you fall into a tie dye convention? Who gives you? Do they have the? It I'm doesn't the, matter. I'm making it now. The first ever new Nasty Boys tie dye convention. Bring your best tie dye over to my be apartment. Sick. We're gonna do a live. Uh, we're gonna do a live, dude. We, yeah. we should drop some tie dye merch, dude. <laughs> Don't doubt I can do it. It's the year of the merch, baby. It's the year of the merch, dude. I've got some cool stuff lined up, uh, which you'll see. But anyway. Uh, David Bell comes from a rich tradition of Cincinnati baseball. I mean, think about it. You've got, uh, Jesus Christ. His fucking grandpa is Gus Bell and the son of Buddy Bell. Come on. Get out of here. So it's like, cool, keep it in the family. That's like what Cincinnati's all about. We're, we're a small city with a, with a, that's a big family here. Yeah, we're drinking Rhine guys right now. You know? Yeah. Or that was the next beer that's, that he that's brought. That's what's on deck. Yeah, Sabretooth Tiger Imperial IPA from Ride Guys. Ride Guys, you have the money. Pay us. Yeah, give us. Just just do it. Just for shits just and gigs. Five you know? bucks. We'll put a sticker on your in your hallway. With yeah. All the other buttons. Dude. <laughs> I will put a sticker on your urinal. <laughs> if we could just put Ride Guys on a poster with our faces Dude, on it. Dude, new Nasty Boys urinal cakes. Hear me out. Come on. With our faces on it. Take a piss. On, on our, our face. face. That's come on. Come on. Come we're on. We're open-minded. <laughs> uh, we're pretty woke. Dude, we're soups lived. <laughs> we're super lived. Yeah, we're libtards over here, dude. <laughs> Pee on my face. <laughs> come on. David Bell, Cincinnati boy. He's a Cincinnati guy, so it made sense to bring him back in. Whatever, and he's you know he's done everything but manage. He's like that. All the, he's he's the utility manager. Yeah. You know he's worked in the front office. He's been a bench coach. He played. And he's someone who embraces the numbers. And yeah. that's something we need here. And that's something that Cincinnati's needed for a long time. So It's going to be an interesting thing if you do just delve into the spreadsheets of it all. Yeah. Because then you'll have David Bell mm-hmm. having to tell, uh, you know, for the most part, uh, is it, when it comes to like sabermetrics and uneducated fan base, Sure. Mo- that, that's that's every fan base. No one knows yeah. about sabermetrics. No. People are going to be like, why isn't Matt fucking Kemp in the lineup? Right. 
Matt Kemp. It's a name. He fucked Rihanna. Yeah, yeah. He gave her herpes. <laughs> yeah. Why is he not playing in left? <laughs> Put the man in left field. He fucked Rihanna. <laughs> Put him in there. I want to see that guy scratch through a pair of baseball pants. Because he's got a flare-up. It is the Twilight Zone right. that the Reds have Matt Kemp on our team. And he's a bench and, player. And he is fighting for playing time in spring training. Uh, uh, Dotson on uh, Red Legs. Nation, whatever you, we all listen. If you're listening to this, you've listened, you've already listened to that on Thursday. I agree with him saying he doesn't think he's going to make the opening day roster. Going to get cut or we trade him? Just dump him, dump the salary. We don't need him. You're dunking up. The, you're dunking it up. We. That's so crazy to say out loud. Uh-oh. The Reds don't need Matt Kemp. We're, we skipped around. Yeah. We are skipping around. I mean, yeah, but yeah, no, but it's 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 so bizarre. That right. guy fucking. Triple crowned it like four years ago. Right, the guy was an all star last season. Last he had two eighty nine. The guy two eighty nine, right. more than twenty bombs, more than eighty ribs. Right, and we might not be able to fucking fit him in. Right, because w- you have to play Winker. Yeah, Winker's got to play. You have to play Winker. You put Puig in right. You let him. You let the wild horse stay there until he proves you wrong. And I want Chevy playing, man. Right, that's the other thing. So do you you put Chevy in center? At home, where you put Puig in center and Shebler in right. I like Shabby in center. But I then, like a lefty in center. But then here, here's your thing. What do you do on the road? Because, I mean, great great American, you can put anyone in center. It's a, it's a fucking sandbox it's, out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, no shit. That's why it's Billy. It's ballpark. Yeah, yeah. You know, and that's why Billy was easy. Was easy he transitioned so well from short to center. Yeah, he turned into one of the best defensive center fielders in the league. Right. I mean, his speed for sure helped. But... You don't have to cover that much ground. All right. So he was easy to get there quicker. So it was easier for him to get there quicker. So anyway. But yeah, David Bell, one thing he said last week, he was talking about lineups. He's saying, I'm going to put out what I think is going to make sense. If I have someone who's leading an on-base percentage, they're my leadoff guy. Yeah. So that opens up the possibility for Joey. Joe, exactly. Joey's batting leadoff. Right. If, if, if he's going by I'm the numbers. I'm not mad at that. Who gives a fuck? I'm not mad at that. It doesn't matter if Joey, yeah. it, it, but another thing, we're, we have the potential to be so deep on offense. Dude, it's crazy how deep we are. We said it last year about Billy when we were trying to justify keeping him in. Mm-hmm. The leadoff batter typically leads off an inning once a game. Right. And it's at the beginning of the game. Right. The rest of it, it's a fucking crapshoot. Right. It doesn't matter who your leadoff hitter is. Correct. If Joey's in the one hole, starting off the game with a fucking 440 OBP. Yeah. You're almost half the the time you're you're getting on base. With... So you already Four, have. He's like, what is he? Like 440 to 460 yeah, on yeah. base percentage? That is like statistically hey, fucked. Hey, I can check the Bible. Yeah, hit up the Bible. I mean, but if Joey goes up and gets on base about half of the time with the depth that we have on offense, and then the rest of the time Joey is just getting on base with, you know, batters six through eight on base. Yeah. RBIs. Fine. Right. He's the best hitter in the league. Right. And now he's he's there's no bad place to put Joey Votto in a lineup. Ready for this? Okay. What's his I mean, we all know we should all know this, but just off the rip. Twenty sixteen on base percentage. Four thirty four. Twenty seventeen. Four fifty four. That's insane. Last season, four seventeen. That was a down year and yet he still led the fucking league. Four seventeen on base <laughs> percentage. percentage last year. 
it was his lowest in the last three seasons. Yeah. And he and led Major League Baseball in on-base In 143 percentage. games. Okay, well here, I'll tell you what. If you're listening, Mr. Bell, put Joey V in the leadoff spot. Mm-hmm. You know who I put in that two spot? Winker. He's the he's just he's the same mold. Oh man, that's doubles, a, doubles. Dude, that, this, oh, hey, hey, you just knocked friendship. this over. You're talking doubles. You're talking doubles power. We'll see how the shoulder holds up after the surgery. Yeah, we'll see what happens yeah. where we all recover. But you're talking doubles. You're talking average and on base again. So then you got two people up. Then who is up next? You put Suarez three or Scooter or, or Scooter three. And then you're debating on who you put four, five, Puig or Suarez, and then you realize, wow, we have an embarrassment and, of riches. And then you go to Peraza, Vado, who is still a, who can still hit for average. Vado, Winker, Scooter. You're telling Suarez, Puig. Listen to this. Dumb. Oh my god! Listen to this stupidness. All right, Peraza, your shortstop, who. A lot of people are like, ah, not sold on him. They say he's an average to below average yeah, defender. that's what you hear. That's what you hear. That's what you, you see. Anyway. I try to ignore it. I, I love him. I, I like him, too. It's hard to ignore numbers when they're thrown in your face, but I think Peraza, I like him. Average. twenty in Okay, 2016, he hit 324 on base percentage. He was, three, he was on base. It was 352. Last season, two is... <coughs> 324 is all you need to hear, though. Right, but that's 2016. Last season, he his average 288 on base percentage, 326. I'm t- I mean, it's not dog shit. If you think he's that... It's not dog shit at all. No. So, I mean, get out of here. And that's a guy you're having hit 7th. You have him hit 7th? And got then you've got Tucker. Tucker. Or Castile. Matt Casali. Matt Casali, yeah. Yeah. I I love him. I do too. I love him. Uh, I'm not going to throw it in. I was thinking about throwing it in my recycling, then I realized I need to take my recycling out because just uh, my box of poop bars, sorry, my brand granola bars are just sitting on top, and I'm like, "Ah, I can't get it in there. Um, Um, uh, I will mention that the first five episodes of last season, we chronicled like four times that Billy fell because of drunkenness. Sure. And when the clock struck midnight at 2019 started, Billy didn't drink for a whole month. Yeah. He went a whole fucking month. And I said something to Alicia. I don't know if I said something to your face. You look great. I don't know Thanks. if the, I don't know if the scale did anything, but as far like the scale did nothing. I I actually when I started drinking again started losing weight. No, but wouldn't you? But do you not think that you, you look good? That's I got a handle say. on it. I will be completely honest right now with you, real quick, and take a quick break from the the yeah. the lineup talk. Uh, I mean, it was getting like you know the wedding happened, and leading up to that, that whole year was very stressful. I can't imagine Mike Webster. <laughs> it is. I mean, for dudes who give, have been there, done that, like it's, it's a lot. I mean, so I was. I think I got a little out of control, and I needed to get a grasp, like a, a good grasp on it, you know. And so I did, and it was the first time in like three years I'd done that. Like, been like, I'm taking a fucking month off. And Dude, I haven't taken a month off since I was like fucking seventeen. Yeah, think about that. 
Yeah, I know it's bizarre, man. It, it, it bizarre is not the right word. It's alarming. The Reese. Well, that's because we, we talk live in about sobriety Cincinnati. so much on this podcast. Isn't that funny? Well, because well, I tried, I tried the, two or three different times last season. Yeah. To go a month and didn't. No. You went a full month, man. Yeah, it that's was not. Tough. That's not something to like take lightly. Because mm. I haven't done it in uh, fifteen years. That's crazy to think. Yeah, of. Fifteen n- years? Yeah, it's too much. Or, no, that's not right. No, 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 less than that. I, I keep thinking that I'm old, like all of my friends. <laughs> yeah, like I Andrew, Andrew, Andrew Rudick uh, is old what, as he's fuck. Sixty-six. No, Andrew Rudick is thirty-two, old as fuck. Right. My girlfriend is thirty-two. She's old as fuck. Oh my god, we have friends that are so close yeah, to the grave. Yeah, I know. All my friends are so god. old. Rand Barnico is forty-seven years old. No, he's fifty. Nah. Uh, is no, he really? sorry, no, he's 49. You're yeah, okay, right. Rand's yeah, no, no, 49. Yeah, no. Rand's 49. Give him, uh, you know, Rumble Lips is a good podcast for a 49 year old. Yeah, I he's mean, pretty, he seems pretty young for a 49 year old. I'm glad he figured out how to use the internet finally. <laughs> you know, it was great. He kept like, he's like, hey, how do I get a hold of you? I keep trying to find these pay phones and they're nowhere to be and found. And we were like, Rand, <laughs> dude, it's crazy that you're 49. But, yeah. um, Get rid of the pager. But you should start a podcast because you're really funny. And then he did. And yeah. then, like, he's one of the funniest 49-year-olds I've ever met. Dude, easily. Yeah. yeah. You know, you know, being in the same class as, like, Don Rickles and Johnny Carson. He's an old school guy. Yeah, old school. I get yeah, it. That's, yeah, he's yeah, very yeah. lounge. No, no, it's comedy. pretty, you know, it's dope. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. I dig it, man. He's the funniest 49-year-old I've ever met. And Easily. seriously, go subscribe to Rumble Lips. It's a good podcast. Yeah. And Puzzle Buddies. Puzzle Buddies is pretty great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's, it's awesome Andrew that Rudy. Andrew figured out how to use it, too. Yeah, no, that's very that. cool. Yeah, considering he still had, like, dial-up. He was like, do I use this AOL disc to get internet? Yeah, I know. It's pretty fucking crazy. It's sad. Yeah, I'd say follow Andrew on Instagram at Andrew J. Rudick, but he has a mm. flip phone. It's tough. And also when he say like, oh, can I, he's like, can I follow you? He actually like walks behind yeah, you. Yeah, it's so... <laughs> outside your window. Yeah, it's... it's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's really weird. It's Andrew, thinks, Andrew thinks following people is literally following people because he's so yeah. old um but it's uh you know what are you gonna do just give them it's both tough. a follow they're it's good tough. they're good podcasts all right we've got one <laughs> thing off my list out of yeah. the 15 good no I, I i would like to think that the new nasty boy audience is <laughs> craving this <laughs> yeah we're, we're 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 edging them right now yeah no no That's no but sure. i'm saying like i would like to th- i i miss uh i miss talking to this microphone and, mm. and hitting their ears yeah. So I would imagine that I would like to think that their ears mm. miss my our voices. Yeah, I, of course. Also, the other thing, like people are like, oh, I just listen to the intro and I won't listen to the baseball part. We're weaving it in and out, so you're yeah. like trapped. You have yeah. to learn about baseball yeah, while listening. Exactly. To us. And it, and it's like also there is a it's like important right now because everyone's geeked that baseball is about to start. Uh, I yelled at someone tonight at the open mic because oh. they were talking. They made a joke about the Super Bowl. And I said, no. No, 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 no. No more talk about football. It's fucking baseball season. It's only baseball season? And then the whole crowd was like. Yeah, yeah. In yeah. in March, we can give a fuck about college basketball. Sure. But you can have that for March. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most of March, you can have that. Yeah, that's fine. But when it comes to. Grapefruit uh, and Catless League will just go under the radar. Sure. March 29th, though, fuck off. March Madness. See you later. We've got America's pastime, yeah, baby. We do. God, I can't wait to walk right on my my whiteboard and 
Mm. I'm just so happy, man. It's going to be mm. warm soon. We're going to be playing wiffle ball out in the parking lot. Get out of town. Uh, well, another reason to be excited. Another reason. Derek Johnson. I mean, the, the, thing that, the thing that David Bell did so well is that he built a great staff around him. Yeah. I mean, he's got a game-planning coach. Yeah. When I mean, when do you think the Reds would become that progressive? When they have a person who is on the salary whose job is to scout the other team that we're playing yep. that week. We got a four-game series. Yep. What are the pitchers that are coming? Yep. Let's game plan specifically yep. against them. He comes to Bell yep. with a package. <coughs> it's right. exciting. We have an analyst it's coach, too. It's fucking exciting, dude. Uh, we have a bu- the bullpen catcher. Is also the pitching analytics coach. How fucking awesome is that? That's a That's, natural progression in where baseball is going, but yeah. it's so cool to actually see it happen. Right. Where it, well, it happened That's here. So cool to, to see it. in Cincinnati. Here. Yeah. Because you know a lot of other teams have embraced Nick that. Nick Crow, like, baby, we love you, dude. I'm all about it. We love you. So, um, but. Derek Johnson getting him, pulling him away from the Brewers was huge because he knew how to utilize that bullpen. He knew what he was working with and told Craig, Craig, like, hey, man, this is what we need to do. Here's the game plan. And Craig Council's just like, whatever. I got, sure. a, I got a big nose. I look like a bird. Figure it out. <laughs> I'm famous for <laughs> having the most ridiculous <laughs> stance in the stance. world. Yeah, it looks like uh, someone who's afraid to pee at the urinal in public. No shit. He's just yeah. hiding it. Yeah, you look like a uh, fucking, uh, what's the guy's, stop it, mom. Oh, from Matt, Matt TV. TV. Oh, What's dear. his name? Uh, Billy Jimmy. No. It's like, uh, oh, uh, uh, stop it. This is pissing so many people off. I feel it. it. Yeah. If you're listening and you know it, then just know that you're fulfilling like a podcast fantasy of mine where you're listening. Stuart. Stuart. I'm Stuart. Stop it, Mom. Look what I can do. (laughs) (laughs) We were were one game away from the World Series. (laughs) Fucking that guy. So, to bring him away to help with, which was already a killer bullpen. You realize last year when we had the lead in the seventh inning, we were like fifty-one and eight. We somehow had a sick bullpen and a team that finished close to thirty games under five hundred. Here's this crazy number: after the eighth, fifty and three. If we were leading, that bullpen's locked down. It's fucking. And we and only added in, more. Right. Well, Zach do. Right. We added another lefty because Robert Stevens is a piece of shit. So, it's not... I didn't mean that. He's not a piece of shit. He just hasn't figured it out. Bobby Steves has not figured it out. And anyone who's watched him play the last five years can say so, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, cross that off the list. We address that. <laughs> but no, I mean, so there's no... And, and also, Bob Steve, shoulder inflammation. Yeah. It's... You know, I think he's going to get sent down, put Might on waivers, hurt. and then the you know the Twins or the Royals will pick him up. Yeah. If he goes to fucking Tampa, I swear to God. Yeah. Here's what will happen: He'll go to Tampa. They'll he'll figure it out and just be a knock it out, dominant. Knock it out. Of the he park. has the shit. It's yeah. never been an issue of can he pitch. It's yeah. hey, can you throw that curveball for a strike? Can you put that two seam about a quarter of an inch more in on the plate, mm-hmm. but not too far in because they're going to rake on you. So. Yeah. Because it doesn't move a ton. 
it moves a ton, but he's not hitting that spot. Yeah. So it uh, moves to the wrong place. Right. So Derek Johnson, pitching coach for the Brewers, worked in Vanderbilt. You know, I mean, he's his his successes have spoke for him for itself. Yeah, it, it was cool. You know, you've run shows before, right? In, in like the the show math of putting together a show where it works together and there's right. different perspectives, right? And different personalities, mm-hmm. and it makes it cohesive. Mm-hmm. It was cool to see Derek Bell or David Bell do that with the staff. Oh yeah, bring in people that like he's known. Yeah. He's got relationships with from the past. Yep. It's not like he's bringing in people strictly by the numbers. Correct. He's bringing in people that he, like, vibes with. Yeah. That word is annoying. No, it's not. You're right, it's not. You should ask the Rocky Mountain vibes if they think it's annoying. Yeah, some some annoying people make it annoying, but it's not. You're right. The, The vibe in the locker room right now is skewing upward. The clubhouse itself has always been positive. Isn't that weird? Yes. But it's never... I mean, Winker said it today. Or not Winker. It was um, Kemp today on MLB Network. He's like, yeah, I've always heard... Or no, sorry. Alex Wood said it today. He's like, I've always heard the clubhouse has always been great. Everyone's works well together. They're nice. And now we just bring what the what we were missing, which was starting pitching. Where do you think that comes from? Do you think that comes from Joey? Honestly, I think it comes from Scooter. Okay. You see, you've seen a lot more. But if Woods saying I've always okay, I'll take Scooter. I think Scooter's amazing in a locker room. It is Joey's locker room. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Yes, but as far as like you know, a vibe and feelings in the locker room, right? Take yourself a minute and and just YouTube Scooter and watch every video that's him not playing baseball. He's the shit. He's a pretty cool cat. Laid back. It, it, he's, a, you know, am I hella Christian? I'm not. Yeah. Is he? He kind of is. Yeah. But his main thing that he's being the drum about is like mental health, health awareness and right. shit. Right. He's like goes to middle schools and tells boys that it's okay to cry and feel yeah. their feelings. Yeah. Like it's pretty fucking sweet. Right. Scooter Jeanette in a locker room. I bet you he's everyone's best friend. Yeah. I bet everyone talks to them about their shit. Right. And with Joey, he's just like a stalwart, man. He's Mr. Right. Cincinnati Red right now. Right. He's the best player for the last decade. Yeah. And, I mean, Joey can, like, go to a Panera in northern Kentucky, mm-hmm. take four pictures. Yeah. But still live a life. Yeah. Because that's the that's the beauty of this city. Yeah. I don't. I don't know if he would be able to be as chill and locked into the game if he was in a larger market. Probably. But not. he and he knew that. That's why he signed a ten-year deal here. Do you it remember when he was the whiz kid, the wonder kid that yeah. we were so excited about? This fucking, you know, the great Canadian hope. And yeah. then he missed all that time when his dad died, and he had a great. little bit of a meltdown. Yeah. And it. I, it made me love him even more because it just made him look so much like a human. Right. It just I was like, oh, he's just a dude who just likes hitting balls and taking yeah. and, and, and taking balls. Yeah. You know, getting on base. He just right. likes baseball. He does. He loves it, and the science that he, the, the the science of the research he puts out is awesome. Just listening to him talk about hitting is one of the most PhD. It's a it's it's poetic. 
PhD. Yeah, he's talking, it's a TED talk. Yes. Yeah. No. No. He he knows he knows more about hitting than you know probably anyone that's alive. Guy can hit it. Yeah. Besides, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Guy can hit it. Guy can hit it. Um. There are you know there are some hitting coaches out there who are you know little fucking fucking Socrates old mm-hmm. man hitting genies. Well, you gotta. Burn. But as far as like. A guy who's actively playing at a very high level. Mm-hmm. I don't know if anybody knows how to hit better. Hit hit professional baseball pitching better than Joey Votto. No one sees the plate better than Joey. That Votto. motherfucker has. No one sees the zone. He he's got forty more walks than second place. Right. He can. He he's got Ted Williams vision. Yeah. He's probably out there like forty twenty. Imagine if we had him in World War Two. Yeah. Killing the, Are killing, you kidding me, dude? He would have dropped the bomb on Hitler's forehead. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he would have dropped. He would have. He would have walked the bomb in himself. Fuck a drone. Joey Votto would have fucking shot him with a pistol f- from a plane. <laughs> no fucking shit. Fucking kraut piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> so Jared Johnson brings a lot, and especially I'm, I'm trying here. Especially with, you know, we'll, we'll get more into Sonny Gray and that whole thing, but the fact that he worked with him in Vanderbilt is huge. No I, doubt, no and doubt. Knowing, and he talked about it with uh, with Mo Egger on 1530 when they did their interview and said, like, you know, I'm not a pitching coach. I adjust. I see things. I'm, not, I'm just here to observe and see if I can help in any way. Not just, like, I'm regimented. Here's my shit. Here's what we're going to do. Be organic. Be there every day. Get to know right. what's going on in the dude's fucking lives. I know it Be sounds... Be fluid. I know it sounds hippie, but like... That's what you have to have. That's what it is. Yeah. It's a 162-game season, and yep. it's way more than that. It is. Because you're with each other on the plane, yep. in the airport, at the hotel, in breakfast, at practice, yeah. at Reds Fest. You're with these motherfuckers... Constantly, yep. coaches and players alike. Yeah, you better like each other. I think we've said this before. Yeah, and of course we have yeah. because yeah. it's baseball. Yeah. It's not. It's, it's not a, football. It's um. It's it's a mental game. It's having. It's being mentally sharp, and that's what you have with someone who can be hands off, but still be a little hands on. Me like this is what I'm seeing with this, but still be like, do what you got to do. I'm not fuck with your mechanics. I'm not gonna come in. I'm not gonna touch your shoulder and be like, this is how you throw it over the fucking top, you piece of shit. It's more of Hey, 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 hey! Here's this. Let's see what. Let's see if this works. And that's what that's what uh, DJ brings to everything. Um, on top of that, you bring in Turner Ward. You bring in him to be your hitting coach, who's already worked with uh, the Wild Horse, who we're very excited about. Yeah. But ever heard of him? Yeah. Do you know? Do you know of the Wild Horse? Y- but YP. Oof. But I mean, that's just you know, I, I, hitting coach is important. I just don't think it's. The most important thing, but it's cool to bring in a guy who has been, who has, who has helped a team get to multiple World Series with their bats. A hitting coach uh, at the major league level, it's kind of goes in line with like everything that we've been talking about for the last five minutes. Yeah, a hitting coach is there to like help with the guy's brain. Right. I'm a hitter. Right. I was a hitter in the minors. I didn't make it to the bigs, but you know. It's whatever. Right. I love hitting. 
<laughs> it is. I'm a hitting coach. Right. <laughs> that's, what I do. that's what it was. We the, the hitting coach wasn't as was as much of a necessity for us because we hit. We had one of the best offenses in the entire league last year. Correct. So no, don't don't sleep on that. No. If you're if you're listening to this and you don't know, just Google it. It's nuts. We're top ten in everything. Why Google and it when we, I have a Bible? Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Exactly. Look it up. It, I would it, top ten in just about everything. Uh, we we couldn't get outs, and that's why we went out and we got who? Bilbo, Mr. We went- Tanner Rourke. We yeah. got Mr. Wood. We got Sonny Gray. We did it all. It's it's uh it's there. Here's the th- like okay, so. Right. What did we stress all fucking last year? We would go through each week and go, here's the issue with what's going on with, with starting pitching. It goes, hey, look, it's four and a third from Sal Romano. Ah, it's five and two thirds. It's not even five and two thirds. It's like, up, oh, we hit three and a third with fucking Robert Stevenson. Up, yep. oh, Cody Reed went four innings. Yep, that's how it went all year long. So how do we address it? We go out and get Tanner Roark, who... I mean, the guy, you have someone who pitched, what, over 150 innings last year? Yeah. You, and you, you go out and you get workhorses. You, that's all you have to do, 150, 160, 170 innings. Go pitched. out there and churn up innings and Eat. let us get to that bullpen we just talked about. That's it. That's literally it. Yeah. And that's what we were saying. Last year and the whole thing, if you, God, you bring in these guys to do that, to get there. And, uh, you know. What do we got here? Let me take a quick look here. In my Bible. Go ahead and take a peek, sir. Ugh, Wandy Peralta. I just saw that name. I just want to fucking throw up. He's done. No, but, I mean, can imagine last year, you know, Ross Sale had 30 saves. Should have been more. And it was like out of, I, I, I would like to know how many opportunities it was yeah. because he didn't have a lot of opportunities. Also, we, didn't put that on the list. That was a great extension. Oh, yes. That was a killer extension. He's with us for a minute. Yeah, three more years. And I on mean, top of it, this year. Dude, watch, watch him go out with this bolstered starting lineup. Right. And this one year into the system, into the stadium, into the city, feeling comfortable bullpen that we already have in in Hughes yeah. and these guys. Right. Watch Iglesias go out and get 45 saves this year. I don't doubt it. Watch him. That's I don't doubt it. The stuff's there. Get, 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 hey, starter, get me to the sixth. You get the me st- to the seventh, the game's over. The stuff's fucking there. Dude. Alex Wood last year pitched. Uh, 151 and two-thirds innings. Uh, Stalwart. Roark. Jesus. 180 and a third. Workhorse. I don't have the sunny numbers in front of me, but I don't... They're not... I mean, I'm... Do you have the Roark numbers? Uh, Could you say what he pitched the last... uh, Dude, they're bonkers. Before last year, what has he done? Yeah. Okay. 2016 innings pitched. 210. That's Keiko numbers. That's insane. Uh, 181 and a third. 180 and a third. And this isn't dog shit either. I mean, 2016 was a killer year. You know, he had a he had a 2.83 ERA. His WHIP was a 2.83 in yeah. 200 plus innings. Yep. The next year, I mean, you know, 4.67 ERA. His WHIP rate was still 10.7. Babbitt 300. I mean, yeah, but okay. 
and then you're you're looking at 4.67 and last year 4.34 that's all you need if, if and it, you eat those innings and you if you're say you're averaging four runs a game almost five that offense that's going to be out on that field is going to get you those runs back and if you are a Cincinnati sports fan and you are a sourpuss and want to look at everything with glass half empty yeah. I understand your vantage point but if Rourke goes 20 innings less yeah than last season right he's at a buck 60 right I understand that you can look at his numbers and say they're skewing downwards of course they are yeah. He's throwing the ball fucking 96 miles an hour. Sure. His arm's dying. I mean, yeah, that's base. Slow. That's no, base. Yeah, I it, get that, but No, 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 but mean? what no, but I'm not this is not, this is me countering the naysayer in saying if he loses 18 innings this year, yeah. he's still pitching 160 innings a year. Yeah, he's still pitch, pitching, patching, you know, patching. Yeah, no, he's better he, than he, four-fifths of your staff yeah, yeah, from it, the year before. Precisely. And so even loose? if you're a fucking conditioned, shitty Reds fan, sure. Rourke is an amazing signing. Right. An amazing signing. It was a great trade. It was a great trade. Or trade, yes. You got him for a year. Say he does okay. Cool. Sign him back. Bring him back for two more. If bring we, him back for it, three more. If, he, if we bring him back, we'll bring him back for two or tops. There's there's cap room. Go get your next best free agent. Go out and get Chris Sale if you can. Just some crazy-ass shit. If we win 88 games this year, sail the year next. Right. And and here we are. We haven't even played a spring training game. But still. Saturday, baby. It's it's coming. Here's, the, here's okay, Alex Wood. You're looking at this. Um, so we can't t- count 2016. He sit, pitched six, 60 in the third innings. 2017, we'll go here. The year he was third in the Cy Young, which is fucking. With who? Dodgers. L.A. Mm-hmm. Here's where it gets crazy. So he had a 2.72 ERA. His whip was a 1.06. Jesus, his whiff rate was 12.5%. Uh, and then last year, I mean, 151 and two-thirds innings. Third in a, in a, in a staff that was, you know, in the World Series last year. Uh, guy fucking went... <laughs> 3.68 ERA, 1.21 whip. His fastball percentage was 43.1, which means he's, he's throwing a slider more. dudes, yeah. He's throwing a slider more. He's throwing a changeup more. It's going he threw in fastballs 40% of the time? 43% of the time. So which means it's going in the – this shit's going in the dirt. you got two guys that are ground ball monsters. Make, make these dudes hit it into the grass. Yep. Smash it into the dirt in front of the fucking grass. Think about this. Here's the comparables for Alex Wood. Brandon Webb, Roy Halladay, and Johnny Cueto. Those are some nice names. For a guy that you traded, you got Puig, you got Kemp, and you got Kyle Farmer, and you got rid of Homer fucking Bailey, who went 1-14 last year. That is bunk. That trade was And nuts. you give up your 14th and 16th best prospects. How crazy is it that the Dodgers did that, we benefited from it, and they ain't gonna get Machado or Harper. Yeah. The only reason that they gave us that. It was a gift. Yeah. It was, that was a fucking It was gift. to get under the luxury tax. It was so they could go out and sign somebody. That was a and gift. to free up room in the outfield for Virago. Is that his name, Alex? 
Yeah, yeah, him, yeah. That that international and, kid. Yeah, Jock Pedersen. I mean, there's a lot to like in that Dodgers outfield that's still there, while giving up what what MLB Network said is the sixth best right fielder in Puig. That's I'm nuts. so excited. That's nuts. The Reds are fucking on the good side of like some a couple trades, dude. A couple, a couple s- moves, and we aren't even getting Sunny Gray. We didn't that was, give up Sinzel. We only gave up Shed Long, which immediately got flipped to the Mariners, so he can start at second. Fine. See you later, and I wish you the best, Shed. Lo- Would have loved to see it, but we already have a second baseman in Sinzel for the future. Uh, I, I, his name, fuck, it's it's going right out of my mind. We go Sinzel, blank, Shed Long. Who's the guy that we didn't want to give up? The pitcher, the left arm? Hunter Green. No, not Hunter Green. Uh... The pitcher, you mean outfielder? McCall, Mick something. Who are you talking about? I don't about? know. I don't know. Uh, the, the the other Here's who we didn't want to give up and we didn't get rid of. Yeah. We didn't get rid of Senzel. We yeah. didn't get rid of Trammell. We didn't Trammell. Get, That's yeah, who I was talking yeah, about. Yeah, we didn't Trammel. get rid of... We, yeah, 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 Trammell. Well, we were trying to shop India, but we'll get to that later. Um, so, I mean, it was a great trade. And if you look at the numbers, he still didn't lose anything. Sonny didn't lose anything on his his, his no. spin velocity, a lot of stuff. His road numbers were better. No. But there was something about him pitching in New York. And it was I think it was a fucking mental, mental. thing. Mental. It was in his head. He was in New York City, the epicenter of the world. Right. You've got pinstripes. You're wearing the same shit as fucking Babe Ruth, Mickey, Mickey Mantle, Joe DiMaggio. Legends. It's, it's, I couldn't do it. It's too much for some people to handle. Mm-hmm. It's like a fucking. It's like getting a Comedy Central half hour seven years in. Right. When uh, yeah, you're funny, but are you 20, 25 minutes of funny? Are you twenty five minutes of like ball busting, road hardened, ball busting, never fucking blushing on a not laugh? Right. Like command the room, funny. Mm-hmm. You know. Right. That's. It's fucking exciting, right. dude. Right. So, Sonny, it's kind of like the same thing with Matt Harvey, but um, they, he didn't have to get a rib removed. Which also, Matt Harvey, one year, $11 million. See you. See you later. Bye. That's crazy. The Angels are overpaying you. It's L.A. And you know what is sad? It would, obviously, as a Red Legs guy, it would bum me out to see Matt Harvey go out there and win 18 games. I think it'd be great. But... More power to you. Right. I hope he does. Right. You know what he's not going to do? Hmm. That. No. Zero chance. No. no. Out in that market? Mm. He, I I think that. His uh, arm fell apart at the end of the year. His arm fell apart. I think he's at the tail end of a career. He's Tiger Woods. He torqued up his fucking, his, you know what I'm saying? Right. He maxed out pretty early on. Mm-hmm. I'm not over here bad mouthing Harvey, right? But I'm saying, I think he did himself a disservice not staying in Cincy because he's going go to go out to L.A. What do you think he like learned humility in nine months in Cincinnati? Yeah. He just became a recluse. No, he fucking became a recluse, and he probably sat there in his fucking apartment in downtown and skulked. Yeah. About how he wasn't the biggest name in town and he's right. not on the Sports Illustrated cover and now he's happy and he's out in LA yeah. and he'll go out there and he'll get on TMZ at a fucking nightclub and right. he'll go fucking 11 and 13. Right, with a fucking 
plus five ERA. Right, right, right. Yeah, we'll and, see what. It, yeah, yes, and maybe he'll get back on GQ cover because he starts dating the girl who plays fucking pussy girl on Avengers <laughs> Seven. <laughs> Pussy Girl on Avengers 7. <laughs> Fuck, that's, that's the name of this episode. Pussy, Pussy, Pussy Girl, Girl on Avengers 7. I don't know. But I, no, I get what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? I get what you're saying, but I'm, I'm, I'm not bummed hey, to but, see but, it but, but, but to take that same, uh, that logic and perspective yeah. and just angle yeah. and to put it on Puig. Yeah. Do you not think that Yasiel in the... Beaming hot ray of L.A. Right. I feel like he could come to Cincinnati and just... Yeah. He's coming here. He's not living, you know, in my neighborhood down here in OTR. He's living in Anderson Township. Yeah. You know, he's out in the burbs. He's chill. You know, he's got to chill out. He, it's not like when, you know, if you follow his Instagram when he was in, like, the mountains and he had, like, 30 people with him. That shit's not flying here. I, it's he has to chill out. I think he will. I think it's gonna really curb the act out stuff and like the 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 bad and the negative that you heard. And all of the bad and negative and act out. He's also going into year seven of his career. Also, he was in Los Angeles where you're under a microscope. Here, it's just like produce. He's like a thirty-one-year-old. He's twenty-eight. He's twenty-eight. So yeah, exactly. He came in when he was so young. He's 28 years old. You know, I think that maybe, who knows, maybe he wants to kind of chill out. Yeah. I think he will. Just play some baseball. Right. In a tiny park. Right. In a Hit tiny park. Hit it off park, the fucking scoreboard, Yasiel. Um, in a tiny park in a contract year. Yeah. You know, he's never hit more Contract than, year is huge. He's never hit more than 30 bombs, but this park lends for him to be able to. He will. I know. I think he'll hit 30 home runs. I bet he has 80 ribs. You know, I don't doubt it. Um, I think it's going to be a great change of scenery for him. Uh, but Sonny Gray, the best part about that deal was that we extended him. We've gonna have, we're going to have him for four years. Yeah, that's so exciting. With his pitching coach where he had success under. Yeah. I, you know, that that's good. And it, the issue is they're like, well, pitching in New York, yeah, we said it was a head case. But it's still a similar-sized ballpark. It's yeah. still small. Yeah. He just has to make sure to keep to keep the ball on the ground when it comes off the bat. You're also looking at an offense that could potentially score five and a half runs a game. Right. I That's mean, nuts. I mean, we could score five and a half That's runs a game. That's all you need to do. I mean, we could, man. We fucking he, could. I, 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 I don't. We think. haven't even. I think. I think three times we've even said the name Suarez. Right. He's primed to go out and go 320, 40, and a buck 20. Yeah. He could He could seriously he do that. that. Yeah, he has that potential. He could seriously do that. He's a 20 milli. He's potentially a 25 milli year guy at 11 milli year. Yeah, we got him for six for 55. It's nuts what Suarez could do, man. And, he, and, 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 and to the point of what could happen to Puig, yeah. it's Suarez's life. Right. Without the big blow up before, right? He showed up, was a big personality, right? Was a good looking dude who wanted the spotlight, was a star on the field, yeah. And Cincinnati allowed him to just slowly flourish yeah. and grow, and he is 
bilingual now. Yeah. yeah. And he's embracing it, and mm. Cincinnati gave him the chance to grow into it. And he just it. wants to be happy with his family. No one was swarming him when he went out for drinks at on Saturday night when he was at New York City. Right. Because he just went down to fucking the Holy Grail mm-hmm. and took 50 Instagram pictures. Well. But didn't have to speak to any media. All it was was hashtag Suarez. Right, at Suarez. You know, right. and it, 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 it like since like a small Midwestern market could potentially just let someone slowly grow into being a quote star. Right. Be a human. Right. Go get a fucking cup of coffee through the drive thru, you know? Right, exactly. Which is fucking, it's so great. It's sick. Now, the other thing in that Sonny Gray move, Reaver San Martin, who could be a top shelf reliever yeah. for us in the future. Yeah. You know, guy 88 to 92 mile an hour fastball with great control. Yeah. That's great. I mean, he immediately became top 25 prospect, and he was a, was a side note. It w- I didn't even know, you know? Yeah. So, uh, one part we talked about this in the lineup with... Uh, where you put Tucker, he almost wasn't. I thought he was going to be gone. I did too. We I thought did. we were close. I thought we were getting JT. I thought we were getting him hard. I mean, yeah. but the issue was when it came down to it, the the Marlins wanted too much Senzel, or they wanted Trammel. Too much. That's too much. That's too much for a guy when you already have a catcher under three years of control. Who just won a gold glove. The year before. Now, here's the thing. A lot of people are like, he took a defensive back. His defense slid last year. Which, it did. But imagine what you're catching. You're catching dog shit. A bad starting five. A very bad starting five. No shit. Not even five. You're talking, you're working with 20. How many different starting pitchers? 20? But 15? He was still in the top half. Of uh, stolen base percentage. Right. I know. I when when you're right. The fact that we're doing this first episode right now with Tucker still on our roster makes me very happy. Me too. I was super. I was almost certain. You know, when it was like December. Right. I was almost certain he was off our squad. I thought so too. I was stoked for JT, but. You know, I, he, he, I'm I'm happy with where we stand right now at the old two spot. Right. Yeah. I feel pretty good about it. I feel real good. I mean, they said his framing numbers went down. Fine. I understand that. I totally get that. He's also every pitcher on the staff's best friend. Right. He's got that personality. Right. Well, he, he's got that catcher personality. Sure. That extroverted, or that mm-hmm. that introverted extrovert. Playing for the team that he watched growing up from Indianapolis. Right. But the whole thing is his framing numbers went down because you're catching how many different guys to start and that are inexperienced. So those numbers are, I think you're expecting them to take a little bit of a dive. He'll figure it out. I think he's going to be a guy that has the bounce back year. Out of all of these people, with, with, with you think Queen Tucker and, comes out and bats two seventy five? I'm not talking about those numbers. I'm talking about defensive numbers. You're right. I'm talking okay. about his frame, and I'm talking about you know stops behind the plate. I think that his you know on top with you know guys steal. Uh, ba- uh, Jesus Christ, I'll find it. You know base runners stole thrown out while stealing. Jesus, there. Whatever that is, yeah. 
that stat, that's going up. I just think he's going to be better this year. Tell me I'm wrong in May. Tell me I'm wrong in May. We'll see what happens, but I think it's going to be better. I don't I think, think you gonna... are. Catcher is one of those positions. It's really the only position, maybe besides pitcher, where there's a money spot in your career mm-hmm. where you're not too old. Yeah. There's like a three- to four-year window in a catcher's career where mm-hmm. they are better than they've ever been. Right. They've, they're there mentally. Mm-hmm. They've got the cerebral aspect of the game. Yeah. They know how to fucking call a game. They right. know how to talk to a pitcher right. during a meeting. Mm-hmm. They know how to act during practice. Mm-hmm. The catcher, we've talked about this before, and it's because we're both ex-catchers. Exactly. The catcher's the general. Yeah. You trust Tucker's brain. I do, for sure. You trust him in the locker room. Yeah. And... He's in the meat of his career right yeah. now. Where what is he? Thirty two. God, not even that. He's no, like, he's a, what twenty nine. Not even that. Is he's a young boy? Yeah. Catchers age like linebackers. You think they're old because you assume their face is covered in scar tissue. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Exactly. No, but look out. Uh, how you know? We'll find out. Twenty eight. Tucker's twenty fucking eight. Yeah. Well, then fuck me in the ass but with three, a butcher knife. Three more years on his deal. Okay. Right? Hold on. Hold on. Don't quote me on that. In Tucker we trust, man, you know? Yeah, for sure. I-T-W-T. 2017 signed a four-year extension, so which means we've got him for two more years. He, you know, and this is just me. Right, no, after, yeah. 27. So 18, 19. Yep, three more years. So we've got him for three more years. Two more years. Tucker's only going to get team, better. With a $7.5 million club option for the 2022 season. That's beautiful. The right. mo- You know, the most, in my brain, cerebral yeah. position. Yeah, read his article. Read, read any time that C. Trent on The Athletic talks to Tucker. C. Trent always says, I could talk to him for three hours. The most cerebral guy on the team is our catcher. He's running our team. That's cool. Let him do it. Just let him get better. He'll frame. He'll only He'll get better. He'll frame better. He'll block better. Catchers age well. Defensive catchers age well. Just look to the West with Molina. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not saying that Scooter's a perennial all-star like Yadier fucking piece of shit goddamn oh, yeah. Molina. Yeah, with Tucker, yeah. But I like continuity in the catcher spot. Yeah. I like that we didn't lose him. I like that we didn't lose him, man. You know, numbers are numbers, and they don't lie. But the fact yeah. that we'll have the same guy behind the dish for a minute, yeah, that's Veritech shit, right? You know, right? That's that's like that's yeah. like culture setting. Posey. I mean, he's posy. not. He's not Posey. He's not Posey. He's not Posey with the stick. He's not Veritech with the stick. Yeah. But. There is something to be said about mm-hmm. having the same guy behind the fucking dish. Yeah. That's important. Right. That's important. Right. It's important with the staff. It's important with the corners. Mm-hmm. It's important with the fucking shortstop who's swiping the tag down. Mm-hmm. It's important with everything. Right. He's the player connect between the pitching coach and the pitchers. Right. You need a guy with a good head on his shoulders behind the dish. Okay. And I think we got that with Tucker. We've always had that with him. Yeah. So, I won a gold glove two years ago. 
Right. Took it from Yachty. That piece of fucking shit that with his fucking... goddamn... His neck tattoo mm. might as well say the N-word. <laughs> it's so offensive. Yeah, it's, it's so bad. offensive. It's awful. Yeah. I got a music note. What are you, a basic yeah. bitch? Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's cool. I bet you love the chain smokers. Oh, for sure. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm glad to see him stay. I get, I get what they were thinking with JT and his offensive numbers exploding and going from Marlins Park to Great American. I get that, but I'm not giving up on the future. Don't give up on Sinzel or Trammel. And we have Tyler Stevenson in the in the wings. Couldn't agree more. Two more things. Couldn't agree more. Three glad more to, glad to have Barnard and Realmoto not on our opening day roster. Three more things. One. Oh, got him. Okay. Uh, three more things. One. Sign Derek Dietrich to a minor league deal. What a great move. I'm a big fan of that. He'll be a fun utility guy. Good dude to have on the roster. Good dude to have. Totally get it. Derek Dietrich. Kind of alienates who? Uh, Alex Blandino coming off that ACL. Yeah. That torn ACL. I mean, I get that. That's fine. Send him back down to AAA. He's young. He'll be fine. Because you're signing this guy for cheap. I mean, if he makes the club, I think he gets $2.5 million. Um, last year, the guy played 149 games. You know, his on-base percentage was 330, slugging 421. OPS plus. Welcome buck. to the fucking club. OPS, OPS plus, uh, buck 12. A little bit above average. Yeah. And you're signing him to a minor league deal. Cool. B skip Schumacher for us. Yeah. I'm all about it. Sorry, Blandino. You can hang out back down in AAA for a little bit. We'll call, he'll float back between if injuries happen and stuff. It's good to have that depth in the infield. We yeah. have crazy depth in the infield. Yeah. Great move. Yeah. Another great move by the front office. Yeah, no doubt. Two more things. One, here's the other one. Scooter didn't get an extension this offseason. I'm fine with that. We made enough moves that it doesn't freak me out that Scooter's going into a year. It should never freak you out. If anything else, it's just going to make him show the fuck out. Here's why it shouldn't freak you out. Senzel's right behind him. Who's going to play center? If he goes. If he can play center. If not, second. second base. On top of that, contract year where there is no demand for second baseman. Zero. So we hold all... Of the ball in the court. That's, That's nice. Hard. That's very nice. So, you can uh, sign him for cheaper. You can yeah. keep him for cheaper, or go out and try that. Go out and try that free agency market. Have fun. Going to be a guy who still has an uh, injury history with a shoulder and a bad hip. He's explosive at the plate, at the dish. I get it. He's earned those off. I get it. He's he earned has. it offensively. He's earned it. But. He's still a liability, liability at, at second. At the fucking four hole, yeah, for sure. At second base. Yeah. No, at second base. Not 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 batting at all. No, I'm He's saying not, at the mm. four hole is as, as a, a, a uh, yeah, or, I get what yeah, you're saying. Yeah. But yeah, so get at it. I, I get after it. I don't know. It just that's fine. I'm not bummed by that. Yeah. And if he walks, that's fine. We're still set up. Then you fucking move Scoot to you, Scooter's gone. You move Senzel to second. You put Trammel in the outfield. I really haven't even considered the fact how much in the driver's seat we are with Scooter with Senzel. Yeah. He was like, oh, the, he, he came out and he was like, oh, there was communication, then it stopped. Yeah, there didn't need to be any communication. 
he was having communications with not the front office but with ownership. Yeah, you know, ownership was like, we want to sign you, and then the front office was like, hold on, slow your roll. Yeah, here's the situation. We don't really need this, so there's no reason. Here's to where do we it. stand. Right. So go into 2019, just knowing where you stand. Right. I really love the direction that our club is taking the people making decisions I trust right and the people podcasting about it I could not trust more <laughs> they really get it <laughs> yeah me and you I think uh, I, I think I, I think that this episode will be really fun in like 20 weeks like the one last year where we were so optimistic and couldn't have been more wrong well we were optimistic but if we had taken a moment to reflect and be like, hey, don't let your optimism of your first mm-hmm. season as a podcast fl- cloud it, right? we would have been able to see the writing on the wall. I know. But, we but were... when we look at this roster right now, I think our optimism is actually kind of we're f- warranted. Exactly. When it's not just us saying these things as fans... As amateur sports, sports writers, sports tears, right? Sport tears, and that everyone else is saying these things that they're interesting on paper. There's a lot to be excited about. Uh, then we're not wrong. I feel like we're on. To, we're on point. Pakoda says, "This is where it gets nuts." The NL Central, which is considered probably one of the best divisions in baseball, easily us NL East. AL East. The Central, they say that the Brewers are going to be in first place, 88-74. Which is not like a crazy good record. We're just going to beat up on each other. Exactly. Cardinals, 86-76. Reds, 81-81. Pirates, 80-82. Cubs, 79-83. The Cubbies in the cellar? They They didn't make that many crazy moves. Nothing. You Darvish, you're banking on that still? It was bad. That was a bad signing. That was a very, very bad sighting. So, that being said, we'll start with wins-loss projections for the season. Then we'll go with our own rankings of the division. Fair enough. Realistically. You want to take it? You, want me you to go for it? it. First place, I mean, I think the Cardinals are in first. Goldschmidt has kind of been low-key the best player in the National League for the last three years. He's been out in the desert. No one gives a f- Fuck about what's going on in Arizona. Right, besides they got Grinky and Paul they- Goldschmidt in a big market in the Midwest, people are gonna realize his numbers will probably he could win MVP this year. On top of that they got Andrew Miller. Which is silly and people forget about it like I just did because of the Goldschmidt signing. But Andrew Miller is you're not giving up any runs in the eighth inning. Correct. Or the you're, ninth, you're not. He could go six in. He could go six inning for a save. Mm-hmm. Two out of every five mm-hmm. saves. The only question mark on that team is Martinez. How's his shoulder? What's going on? But, but Goldschmidt was like fucking around with a triple crown a couple of years ago. Yeah, like, he's a fucking stud. Took the silver slug. He's from a Joey. fucking stud. Nothing would make me happier than the Cubs coming in fourth or fifth right if we finish above the cubs this year reds rejoice we're having a party at billy's house this year oh for sure <laughs> yeah so i think cardinals 
Brewers. Yelich is kind of undeniable in that ball, ballpark. Yeah. You can't just bet on his MVP season being a flash in the pan. Like right. he'll probably bat three ten with thirty five yeah. home runs this yeah. year. You know. Then I think us. Yeah, I think we're. And I think all third these, place is our seller this year. All of these teams are yeah, the top three. I said are going to be separated by five games at mm-hmm. the end of the year. You know, between first and third, fourth, I'm going Cubs. Yeah. You know, the thing is, they're figured out. I mean, with you, Darvish, you don't know what you're going to get next year. Epstein, Madden. Well, not even that. It's more of Epstein in a contract year, so that's pressure on him. Um, on top of, they didn't make a whole lot of moves besides Descalso. That was yeah. it. Yeah. That, of, 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 of note. So, you've got them figured out. You know what you're getting from the Cubs. Yeah. Then you go Pirates. That Chris Archer move was dog shit. Awful. That guy's, your, that guy's not an ace. Even when, when Tampa's like, who let him go? He was like, what, 15 and 13 last year? Something yeah. just pedestrian. His stuff works, and you could blame it on the fact that he was playing in the trop, but guess what? Playing in the trop? You mean that giant dome? That gigantic expanse of area? Yeah, get out of here. I, so that's that's how I think it shakes out. I think the Reds finish 82 and 80. Which is great. Tickle. That's a vast improvement. Tickle me until I come. Yeah. 82 and 80. Yeah. We win more games than we lose. Because think about this. The simple subtraction of Homer Bailey. 1-14 in in 20 games started. I mean, he had a complete game that he lost. Sure. But. It's what we said all last year. What if he went 8-8? Correct. You're looking at 70 plus wins. Then. We're not 20-plus games under 500. Correct. We are a team trending upward, which is what we really kind of said all last year. Right. This team looks good. Then we went out in the fucking winter and made plays. Right. The pieces are still there. We got our corners. We got our fucking scooter. Yeah. We got our pieces left in the bullpen. We got our pieces left in the starting five plus more. Plus more in the offense, plus more and all of it. I think that uh, third place is if we finish in third place this year. That is a huge step forward. That's a huge step forward, and third place for us this year is the seller. Yeah, we need to be in the top three in the central this year. I agree, and I think that it's completely feasible. I do too. I think I don't think it's a crapshoot. I don't think we're being absurd. At any point. Because another thing, what's crazy is you're adding to your bullpen by moving Sal Romano to your pen. A guy who can give you two solid innings. Sal can get the job done. He's not a starter and he won't be. Same with Cody Reed. Yep. And Two lefty arms. God, with Zach Duke plus Amir plus Hernandez plus Hughes, Rysel closing it down. It's a bullpen. Jesus goddamn Christ. It's a formidable... That's sexy. You know what it is? It's a formidable roster on paper. Yeah. That's that's the thing that we need to be cautiously optimistic about, is the fact that, like, on paper, yeah. our team could, uh, you know, the Reds could fuck around and make the yeah. playoffs. Here's what's cool. We're going to put this out into the, into, the, into, the, into the world. Yeah. And then Saturday morning, Saturday afternoon... We're going to watch them play their first spring training game. We're going to see Sonny Gray pitch in a Breds uniform. It's exciting. It's very exciting. They go two innings tops. Right. 
but we get to see him throw in a number, what, 53? Yeah. Jersey. With the mm-hmm. Reds logo on it, man. And you know mm-hmm. who's going to be sitting out and right? Puig. Yes, yeah. Puig. The wild horse. Ah. You got Puig. It's, Puig, it's exciting. Puig Vado Suarez. Dude. That's that's nuts. Dude. Puig Vado Suarez Jeanette. It's it's filthy. It it's it's reason enough to think that like you know we could grow our listenership by like fifty people this week. <laughs> you know I'm not even fucking I'm not even yeah. trying to shit on us right now, man. I know you're right. Like, no, we uh, you know it's, it's, you know whatever. Yeah. I think that uh, I think that this season is the season for the Red Legs and the new Nasty Boys. I feel good about it. Uh, let's, uh, let's, let's do some quick plugs. Plug it up. Uh, Sunday, you can see me at Urban Artifact. I will be closing out the Lost, the Lost Laughs open mic. I'll be doing between 20 to 45 minutes. That's exciting. March 8th, you can see me at, uh, Below Zero. I'll be featuring there, doing like 20 minutes. That'll be pretty cool to, to do, 2025. Open it up for Marston Kelly. That's going to be a fun show that's ran by me and Ricky Glore. Uh, Lauren Hutton's on the, on, the, on, the, on the bill. Love Lauren. Me too. And Tanner on the bill. Uh, Marston Kelly, she's from Chicago. Um, very, very funny, very funny comic. Um, after that... I've got a couple other dates. I can't think of off the top of my head. I'll be out of town a little bit, too. Working up, trying to build a 45-hour of material to have solid and tight so I can uh, I can drop some more info on why I'm doing that later, which will be a lot of fun. Guess uh, what, guys? This is a new, fresh drop of some information for Billy. Billy, you're just finding this out in real time. What? Uh, please be available March 31st. Yeah. For two feature spots at Go Bananas Comedy Club. Oh, shit. For Brendan Ayer. Brendan Ayer is recording his album all weekend at Go Bananas. Mark Shalafu is featuring, except he is out of town on Friday, and he asked if Billy DeVore. Wait, the 29th? The. Or the 31st. That's 31st. Of March? March or May. Uh, let me double check. We're breaking this on the air right now. Brendan Ayer is here. 328 through 321. So March 328 through 331. Billy will be featuring two spots on 329. Oh, Friday fuck. at Go Bananas. What? <laughs> Real Dude, <time. laughs> get out of yeah, here. Yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah, I talked to Mark about it Dude. tonight. So, uh, yeah, so Billy will get what? a full week here featuring soon. But on March 29th at Go Bananas Comedy Club, Brendan Ayer of the Rad Dude cast. Fuck is Dude, are is, you serious? Yeah, I'm fucking very serious. Shalfu recommended you. Oh, that's so sweet. So yeah, March 29th, baby, on a Friday. Come up to Go Bananas and see Billy do two 30-minute sets, Dude. son. Yes. Yeah, more to come. 
As Thank far you. as I'm concerned, uh, just go to go fucking bananas. Oh yeah, I sent you club. about the yeah yeah program. yeah yeah. You we'll said that, that yeah no later. no no. Go to go bananas Wednesday through Sunday. It's yeah. a beautiful thing that's happening up there. Fuck. The third Friday of every month, come to the hub at OTR yes. and you can watch two new nasty boys perform plus a bunch of funny people around. Yeah, town. they're the best. It's always the most fun. So uh, yeah, that's it, Billy. Congratulations. Oh, that's <laughs> tight as fuck. Hell yeah. Now I gotta keep drinking. <laughs> mm. Mm. But yeah, that'll be dope. That'll be dope. That'll be um, very fun. Thank you. Uh, I'll have a link for the Patreon if you want to do that. Uh, I got some cool stuff in the works, like hats. Maybe if you're cool enough, a jacket. Yeah, Billy's got a lot of shit on the on the on the moves. We, you know, we talked about the Patreon. We talked about merch this episode. Don't think that this is the year that we completely sell out and try to rip you guys out of money. But then also realize that, like, you know, we both work day jobs full time. We're both writing all day, every day, trying to get our stand up better, and uh, we do the podcast podcast because we love the reds and we love each other and we love talking about it so just you know anything that you can contribute it's not some like commercialized bullshit it's just us trying to pay our bills please ask us questions to email us at the new nasty boys let it be the year ask us questions send us in burns we're gonna be doing something a little different this year too we're not going to be roasting every team like we did last season we're gonna be going after hall of famers we're going after uh, fan favorites and then the stars of those teams. So the if Burners, we roast the Angels, best believe we're gonna fucking hit up Mike Trout. Oh yeah, but then we're also gonna hit up you know whoever the fuck was great for them in 1971. Right, you it'll know, be fun. We could go real weird and get Nolan Ryan. You know, we could. It just anything can happen. So be pumped. I mean, we'll probably go after. Um, oh my God, Tory Hunter. Yeah. Yes. Best believe Tory Hunter is going to get roasted on yeah, the Yeah, Mike episode. Schmidt. Yeah. All these guys. That Yankees one's going to be so much fun with those legends. Like Can Mickey you imagine Mantle, Babe just, Ruth. just writing six jokes about Babe piece of shit Ruth? Ugh. Not only did he hit kids, he hit women. <laughs> I can't wait. And balls. And balls. So, Baseballs. Um, thank you so much for listening. Uh, we really appreciate it. Um, we'll be back. I don't know if next week, but, you know, we'll be back and we'll be around. Guess what, dude? We'll be fucking back. Hell yeah. We love you. Go Reds. Go goddamn Red Legs. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. (laughs) I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. 
Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. 